Hello and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. It's a little bit of delay tonight, guys. Hello, um, and welcome to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And just for the new folks listening of our many listeners, um, I run a thriving private practice right outside of Chicago, Illinois, in the great city of Naperville. We do everything from medication management to individual and family therapy, as well as uh, public speaking. Darren? Yeah, my background is in corporate America, and here in New Orleans Associates, I focus on resume consults, mock interviews, and life coaching. All right. All right. Tonight we have a great guest. His name is Otto. We'll just call him A. Um, and we'll just leave the last name off. But I'm really excited about this topic of transitioning into adulthood. Let me read you guys some statistics that there are going to be. Um, let me give you a breakdown of people going to college in the fall. There's going to be 7.8 7. 8 million men that start college, 10.4 million females that start college, of that, 11.3 million will be full-time students, 6.9 million will be part-time students. There will be about 6.6 million people that are 25 and above starting college for the first time. Um, that will be about 15.6 million undergraduates and 2.3 million uh, graduate students. So we've got into almost like 18 million people heading off for fall for college, and we've got that many people at least, or, or way more than that, but at least 18 million people that are turning into adults this very year in front of our very eyes. So Darren and I always talk about how important relationships are, whether they're intimate relationships, family relationships, friendships, but this week I really feel like, sorry, I'm getting choked up a little bit, we need to be talking about family relationships and what it's going to look like when everybody starts to go off to college and how you manage to get from adolescence to adulthood. And so we are going to, we've got our resident adolescent turning adult um, Otto, and he is going to help us kind of beat the beast of what does it look like to make that transition. Right. I was 18 years old. Okay. He's a freshman starting this fall at University of Michigan. Okay. He's playing to major in economics. Okay. And he'll be playing some sports of golf and soccer when he gets there. Okay. Otto, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I don't, okay, I'm going to just burst right into it. Do, you're 18. Do you automatically, like, do you feel like an adult all of a sudden? No, not at all. Okay, okay. <laughs> so has anything changed? Like, do you feel more responsible at 18? Um, I think responsibility comes with time. So I okay. think maybe in time I'll feel okay. like uh, I'm more responsible, but not at the moment, I wouldn't say. Okay. How do you think your parents took to you turning 18? Like, was it... Like, do you feel like they've given you more independence gradually, or how did that happen for you? For sure. I okay. feel like my parents over time have learned to kind of trust me with my own decision-making, okay. and that leads to just, like, taking self-responsibility okay. and making your own actions and decisions. Okay. I'm sure it's a give and take, right? Your parents give you some, you perform well, yeah. and they may give you some more. For sure. Okay. Did you see that so it increased over time the amount of responsibility they gave you? Yeah. Do you feel like you've handled responsibility well? Let's use something that everybody talks about, driving. Do you feel like driving, using one of their cars or getting your own car, do you think that sort of positions you with a little bit more trust? Yeah, definitely. I'd say at first I had a few shaky moments, but mm -hmm. after about a year or two of showing them how responsible you can be with those types of things, then they let loose and let you do as you please for the most part. Okay. All right. Do you feel like you've made mistakes along the way, like that you've kind of made mistakes, recovered from those, moved forward? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I made my fair share mistakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you know, like if you can think of a mistake, did, you don't have to say what it is, but do you know if, if 
like in the moment that you were making a mistake, did you feel like you were? Like, how did you know that your parents weren't approving of certain decisions? Depends. If it's like crashing a car, of course, you know, in the moment that you right. make But um, right. uh, in other instances, it might catch up to you like uh, a month or maybe a week later. And then okay. you, you didn't realize in the moment that okay. that was a mistake. Yeah. Do you feel a huge generational gap between you and your parents? Like, do you feel like they're from a different generation? Is that very evident? Yeah, I'd say um, with technology and communication and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I can see that for sure. This generation, with the technology, is the biggest, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that gap is, it has really expanded. I think when I was coming up, I don't think it was um, pronounced of a gap generationally, because um, the technology means you may have gone from black and white TV to color TV, but okay. But now with smartphones and you know, oh, Twitter, the, that difference is huge now. Yeah, I mean. Do you feel like the social media makes a big difference in age between you or, or just in understanding between you and your parents? Um, I mean, my dad has a Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom stays away from social media, but I definitely say it's a bit different because now I feel like people can check up on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And not even not only just your parents, but I think anyone can check up on what mm-hmm. you're doing and you have to be a little more careful with what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, especially going off to college. That's a great segue, Otto, because yeah. going off to college, I do want the college students to hear this, that your colleges do reserve the right to search your Facebook pages. Oh, so, wow. I mean, okay. and that's how they find out about a lot of underage drinking, right? Because what do people do? They get drunk, they take a picture, they post it up, living it up on the quad, and they've right. got a cup and they're taking pictures. So, I mean, some things to think about, especially with social media is, um, colleges are savvy, right? And they hire people whose whole job is to surf the internet to see what is somebody saying about their school, what is the image of the university that you chose, or is do they have a million students coming in this year they're going to put up negative stuff, or can they curb what they put okay. up? It's it's financially based, right? I mean, Absolutely. Because obviously they're a business. They want the image of their business to look mm-hmm. positive and encouraging for people to come. But if they've got a whole bunch of students on there poking uh, posted drunk pictures or obscene mm-hmm. information out there, like, whoa, it looks bad upon them as a business. Absolutely. So they're definitely going to be monitoring that. Absolutely. Uh, let's get into some questions that people have written. Um, so the first question says, what has been the biggest challenge for you getting to the point to go to college? Getting to the point to go to college, I think it's um, a lot of factors that go into it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I'd say coming to the decision of whether to stay close or go away for college. Okay. I guess I kind of copped out on the decision and I took kind of a middle route, but um, I definitely say that is a difficult decision and it's one that you have to think about on so many different levels and personally you have to make the decision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what went into you deciding far closer, somewhere in between? Um, You know, I could easily have gone to a school very close to my house Mm -hmm. and just kind of been home every weekend and mm-hmm. been very comfortable, but I've learned that in life it's sometimes very beneficial to put yourself in kind of an awkward or like um, uncomfortable situation as long as it's not harming yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the growth potential out of those situations is immense. Like taking a new, a new challenge, yeah, or you look course. at this as a challenge. Yeah, so instead yeah. of living at home and commuting every day, mm-hmm. you're going to immerse yourself. I'm assuming you don't know anybody at University of Michigan. No, I know zero people. So okay. Okay, yeah. so you're going to go kind of away blindly to see what yeah. the world is about. And that. Do you feel prepared? Like, do you feel like Otto has what it takes to do this? Yeah, I'd like to think so, right? <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm 
fairly confident going in, but like anyone, I have my initial nervousness and fears, but I think I'm not unlike majority of people that are going in out of state. Mm-hmm. People going in don't really know people typically. Mm-hmm. So I have to just say, like, majority of people are in my situation. So it's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of students are asking that. I won't know anybody. Yeah. How do I keep up with work? Right. This is one that people don't admit to, but I think girls admit to this more than boys. Will they like me? I think that's a big one. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, the money always comes up. Like, whether or not you can pay for college is one thing, but will you have the finances to sort of do other things that you want to do while you're there and how do you manage that with your parents? Are they going to, um, you know, my parents, are, tra- they yeah, are they going to transfer money into your account? Are you going to be, you know, just eating off of your student ID card? I mean, are you going to have to get a job to help support your, your, your activities? Your- don't work freshman year, people. <laughs> don't work freshman year. Not, wait, are you going to work freshman year? Um, maybe second semester. Okay. Second first semester. If you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, because that comes into play, right? Some people, I want to, you know, I want to have some pocket money. I want to be able to go out. I want to be on social. I want to go to concerts. I want to have yeah. as much food as I want. Guess right. what? I take some pocket money. I want to take road trips with my newfound best buddies. Okay. If I have a car, I need to pay for gas at, mm-hmm. at college. Things that I need. Mm-hmm. Or you may be paying for books, tuition yourself. Right. Because right. right. parents can only do so much. You know, everybody's right. a different financial situation. Yeah, and I think it's different from when we went to. You're older than me. Let me just, <laughs> let me clarify that Darren's older than me. It might even though we were at college at the same right. time. Right. But okay. he stayed an extra year. I just want to add right. that when I met him as a freshman, he was already knee deep in college. But um, when when I was coming out, <laughs> um, you know, I got an academic scholarship for undergraduate. But it used to be you could just apply for, like, student aid, and, like, everybody was getting loans. Right. And now they've changed it where parents are actually signing for loans and taking care of things. And so, you know, for you young folks out there, it's not too late to do FAFSA. I'm assuming you've already done FAFSA if you yeah. know where you're going, that you do FAFSA, but that you start talking about money, that you maybe work over the summer. Are you working over the summer? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, and and pocket some of that money because you Absolutely. never know what's going to come up over the summer for Absolutely. things, you know. So so these are things to think about. So I agree with Otto. There takes a lot to kind of get to this point, right? And so the assumption is that you can make it, but we'll see when we put you out there in the water. Um how much contact do you think is healthy to have with your parents while you were away at college? Have your parents started talking to you about? Well, look, my mom, yeah. How much does she want to talk to you? I mean, probably every day, but I think that's a bit <laughs> too much. Okay. <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think you might, I mean, because you've not done it yet, what would you yeah. feel comfortable with? Two to three phone calls a week. Okay. Should suffice. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. You want to be able to touch base. You know, not every day is on my heart. Like, I need to focus on what I'm doing here. Yeah. At least to touch base, everything okay. You know, you got your schedule yet? You have everything that you need? You know, are you able to eat? You know, just make sure everything's fine, your room's fine. Because sometimes, you know, are you having a problem with your roommate? You know, you get to college and you and your roommate, well, not you, but someone's your roommate can just not get along. You know, hey, my, I don't know what to do. Me and this guy, we're just not getting along. What's going on? How would you recommend I deal with this? That may be something you want some advice on from, from a parent, right? Absolutely. So that every couple of days checking in can definitely help that. So I'm going to just say this to you guys. I did oh. not call my mother every day, and I think I went a two-week span of time of not calling her. I came back from studying at 2 a.m. That's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> and the campus police were waiting for me at my door. And they said, call your mother. <laughs> I was like, oh. And, and that happened twice. That happened twice to me that the police were there because my mother was like I hadn't heard from you. And it wasn't like I was trying to avoid her, but it was like, you you have such peculiar hours in college, man. I stayed up to 4 or 5 a.m. I slept till like, 11, 12. I had classes from 1 to 4. 
Then I did it all over again. I right. studied from like six to eight. I partied from nine to two. <laughs> I went to sleep. You know what I mean? And so I do think it's healthy to start talking about how much contact you need. And then when you get there, you kind of figure out what's good and what's not good. Right. And your parents get, I mean, especially if you're doing well, I think that they'll they'll start to give you the lee- leeway that you need. And it's different for everybody, okay, right? There's no right or wrong answer. It's just a matter of for you and your situation with your parents, Absolutely. the challenge you have. You know, again, if you're going really far away from school, you don't know anybody there, you may need a little more contact versus, you know what, a whole bunch of your friends are going to college with you, and you may need a little less contact. So every situation is a little bit different. Absolutely. How much contact did you have with your parents? I think a couple of times a week. I think a couple of times a week we had, we had contact. I, I do know, I think, which was good, when I did go to college, we had a plan of when I was coming back. Like, you know, fall break, we're going to come to see you, you know, Thanksgiving, you're going to come. So kind of going on, we had some milestones. It wasn't just left open. We knew when I was going to get that emotional support to see them or they were going to come to see me. So, okay, so kind of got some light at the time. Things were getting rough. You know, I know mom's coming in two weeks. We kind of settle up and kind of get some support and touch base whenever we need to touch base with face-to-face. Absolutely. Have you all started talking about that? Like when they're – are they going to take you to school? Uh, yeah, my parents are going to drop me off. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say that's the best drop-off ever, when your parents yeah. drop you off. Really? Yes. I mean, they go to Walmart. They see the room's going to be kind of small and yeah. danky. Yeah. So even though, I mean, I had a nice dorm room, but it's right. still not like your 2,000-square-foot house where you've got everything you need, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. So having my, my mom there and my parents and my and her checkbook, that was, like, awesome. <laughs> I was like, Mom, you know, I think I might need another blanket. And then I don't know if they do this at UMish, but at U of R, the week you show up, there's, like, people, like, out there selling everything you'll need for your room. Right. Oh, wow. They had okay. rugs, the exact specs of your room. Right, they yeah. had pillows, blankets, T-shirts, microwaves. Microwaves may be contraband. I'm not uh, right. recommending <laughs> contraband. But they had microwaves, wink, wink. They had, like, don't you remember that? Absolutely. I mean, like you mentioned, having your parents there is definitely beneficial because they'll think about things you don't think about. Yeah. You, know, you never really lived on your own before. You know, oh, I need to have whatever. I need to have a fan. I need to have a microwave. I need to have, I don't need to have, I may need to have plates. Oh, I never thought about that. Or whatever the case may be, you may need to have. My mom got me protective gear, but I have to tell you guys, my yeah, like she got me um, a whistle no. <laughs> for safety, okay. some Make pepper sense. spray. Yeah, yeah. Um, we found out, like I don't know if they do this at colleges anymore, but we had the blue lights where you could go to the blue light and crack it if something was going on. I'm like, yeah. we're like nowhere. No one's coming to get us. Right. But we took the tour. My mother was like, and this is how you use a dining card. And so you, I, if your parents are going to take you, enjoy every drop of that. It is helpful, you okay. know, because especially if you're on a big campus, there's public transportation. They can help. You know what? Here's the bus schedule. Oh, I never thought about it. You know, kind of make it stuff that you're, what you're thinking about trying to deal with it emotionally, right. Right. things that you may not be thinking about that can help ease that time. Yeah. Here's the bus schedule. Here's the yeah. lunch schedule. The cafeteria is over here's here. The ramen here's the ramen noodle. Here's the ramen noodle. Yeah, here's the here's the pit. This is where you come to right. get those kinds of things. Like, so you want, yeah, I really Absolutely. enjoyed that. Did your mom drop you off too? Yeah, they did, yes. My okay. mom, my, yeah, my mother and father both came out. Okay, yeah. So then, okay, another thing that happened, and this is, okay, roommate. Let's talk about roommates. Do you yeah. know anything about your roommate? Uh, I signed out on August 1st, and I'm testified. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the Nutso roommate, let me tell you. I had a great, first of all, in case my roomie is listening. Uh-huh. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Crystal. How you doing? Um, we had four good years together. At least that's how I remember it. Crystal, if you're listening, that's how you remember it, too. Um, we had four really good years together. But there were stories of the strange roommate, right? The, we had a friend that had a roommate who wouldn't cut the lights on. She couldn't have the lights on because she was, like, yeah. like she was a sensitive to light. 
clearly. She was always like, cut off the lights, you know. And a lot of people do that so they can get a single room. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a roommate who likes to hook up all the time, so they're right. leaving notes on the door. When you see a sock, that means don't come in. It's, right. it's like, you no, need to get my room. Right, yeah, right. right. Then there's a roommate that has the contraband sleepover partner all the time. Yes. yes. Uh, so these are just things to think about. Um, okay, Otto, don't trust your roommate right off the bat. For sure. Just get to know them. Yeah. And get there early. If you find out, check in. and yes. like, yes. Oh, yes. yeah, because you want the pick. You want the bed. Yes. yes. Pick the side yes. of the room you want, the bed you yes. want. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Vital. Yes, I was always like, let me be I'm the first one. Yeah, the room. Yes, because you don't want the mattresses. Because you know these mattresses. Like when we went to college, I stayed in the dorm where monks used to stay, and the mattresses were that all. Like right. I was like, is that like like a urine stain? Like, oh man, I, I don't want that. I'm lucky my dorms are going to be brand new. Oh, they, they, oh, got oh awesome. That's smart. So get there early, get there first, get yep. the side by the window. Just side note in case something gets awkward, you can let the window up pop out if you need to. Um, get the phone jack. You want you want to have the phone jack you want to have where you're closest to the Wi-Fi right. connection. If you want to be by a window or not be by a window, you know, some people right. don't like the draft, so you know what, I really don't want to be the one to right. Or you like being by the window. You want the desk that, doesn't, the desk. that doesn't creak, because every dorm room comes with, like, a bed, yeah. a desk area. Both a chair. A oh, so God. sit in oh, all God. the chairs and take the good stuff. And then sure. and always put your stuff on it. So, like, when roommate Bobo shows up, you're already, I'm, so <laughs> I'm in, dude. Hey, right. Bobo! There's no, hope there. There's no hope that he can get anything. Right. Right, and then when your parents are there, they can back down that other set of parents. They're like, "Hi, welcome, we're here." Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, have you outside? Like, have you? What was it like growing up with siblings? Like, do you get along well with other people? Yeah, I get along with people. Okay. Depending on the personality. Okay. Yeah. Can you do close proximity, like sleeping, like you know, those rooms are kind of petite. Yeah, I guess like you're just gonna have to adapt. Like okay. you can't be too picky. Like right. if you're if you're a college kid. Yeah. Most, but, like, mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a great one. You know, coming from a single family home, single child home, I wasn't used to eating around a lot of people at the same time. Normally, if I'm eating a lot of time, I eat dinner by myself. So it freaked me out for a while to be like, every time I'm with a whole bunch of people, I'm like, it's a little bit too close to me. Right. Because, because what? Everybody's coming from something different, different situation. You have a whole bunch of my brothers and sisters around, even my mom and myself. She goes to bed, I'm eating dinner by myself. That's kind of my norm. Watch the TV, whatever. Now I got everybody. Talking to me while I'm eating, like, okay, this yeah. is freaking me out a little bit. Yeah. So it takes a little bit to get used to. Excuse you me. know, side notes, I used to lick my corn in college because there were people that would reach over me and try to take my corn. I'm licking my corn, boo. So if you eat that corn, oh. I lick it. That's not butter. That's another thing. People have different hygiene habits, mm-hmm. okay? Uh-huh. Some people, you know, don't take a shower every day. Some people do. Some people like to walk around the room naked. You know, oh, my you God. You put some, you know. Everybody's different. Anybody got time. For Everybody's that. different. So right. you'll just see a whole bunch of different type of backgrounds when you get to college. Right, right. And I, I have to say again, I had a great roommate, so I never had any like items come up missing. Yep. But we did have like a thievery scare while we were there with somebody right. took some items. We went down to wash our clothes and we came back and like items were missing. I mean, Ooh. so and then yeah. somebody stole. This sounds so small. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get teary. Somebody stole my um. The bag. My grandmother had a laundry bag that she gave Grandma. me. Oh. And I had left it. And somebody took it. It was a yeah. thick, white canvas bag. My grandmama's dead now. Hello, you stole my memento. Not right. It's not right. So don't take anything like, you know, your grandmother's last jewels with no, you. No, 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 I won't. That'll be taken. Yeah. Um, here's the next question. Um, 
before now, what's been the longest amount of time that you stayed away from home? Uh, say a month. Okay. Yeah. So. What was that like? Because that's kind of like about the beginning before you get to fall break. What, what was that month like for you? It was all right, to be honest. Like, okay. uh, it was okay. Like, I was living on a lot of a suitcase. I was traveling. So I guess you always okay. have something to do. You're around people. But okay. it should be a different situation. Right. Going into an unfamiliar situation completely. Right. So. What's your time management plan? Like, how are you going to manage social life, girlfriends, classwork? Uh, you know, when people, like, pre-anticipating things is very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so hard to say, like, how it's going to be. Like, um, people are like, oh, man, you're going to have to study so much for midterms. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> what am I going to do about that in the moment? Like, I can't right. do much right now. So you just have to take it in stride and figure it out as you go, make mm -hmm. adjustments, you mm -hmm. know, like, if you're failing a class, you probably shouldn't be going out to parties on a Tuesday night, you know, mm -hmm. turning up on a Tuesday, probably not the best time. <laughs> turning up, right. <laughs> right, on a Tuesday, right, right, right. Well, I will say my freshman year, you know, my, I'm grown now, uh, I went to every party. My roommate and I went to, my mother didn't let me do parties in high school, so okay. I, yeah. I mean, like, we had one or two, but she came, I was like, oh, for real? Like, right. hey, mom, turn it up, you know, but at college. We went to the Greek den, and I mean, I went to every hot, sweaty party that they had. But I still came out on top because I did all my classwork. Yep. I did have a shaky semester where I was like, wow, my party, <laughs> am I dancing too hard? Yeah. But so I, and I do think that everybody has that one semester where they, where they kind of like, I think freshman year, first semester, I did really, really good. I think my shaky semester was like first semester sophomore year when I started taking organic chemistry. Okay. That's the week that I'm strong. I mean, yeah. that was one of those. I think I was taking organic chemistry. Were we in a physics class together? Because I was advanced. I think you were in my. Uh, I don't think Were so. you in my physics class? No. I don't think yeah, we took a class together. What did you say? Film no, 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 a week semester, but you have to go in and take it strong. Mm -hmm. Were you strong academically in high school? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this. I ask you both, both. Going to college, do you think most people try and maintain their same personality, same level of dating, same sports activity, same uh, religious conviction going to school, or do you think most people are saying, you know what, I'm going to become somebody different? What, what's Ooh, Otto, what's your plan? Are you going to be – the you that everyone knows and loves, or, or do you, are you planning on going in and, like, having a gigolo personality, like, changing your personality? You know, like, when you've grown up with people, you kind of, like, they kind of know you as somebody, mm -hmm. and, like, there's certain things you wish you could kind of tweak, and, like, I see it as an opportunity to, like, improve on those traits and, like, mm -hmm. not be uh, the person that everyone knew, like, for certain things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tweaks. Tweaks. Versus yeah. totally. I don't different. think you can tell. Like, I think that's a bit psychopathic if you yeah. completely mm -hmm. switch your right. body completely <laughs> like I'd like to see somebody do that. That would right. be kinda of scary. But right. um, and I I had friends that did that. I mean guys really? who were not yes, they would not party because maybe the parents didn't let a party and they went total extreme. Okay. Every party. I okay. mean it's like who is that? And you, you look like who is that? Yeah. You know, this guy was not like that at all. But some you know, he totally did a flip. Mm -hmm. Okay? Or some guys, you know what? I'm finally gonna get in shape. You know, I never really was in athletics in high school. What I, I want to change my body image, and they they're hitting the gym all the time. They're cut up, but that's what the kind of what they did, and that was the main focus. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's interesting how the different philosophies people can have going into it, 
And I think it's important to have a somewhat of a plan of who you like, who you want to be. I'm going to tweak this. I'm going to plan to kind of maintain who I am, or I'm going to you know I'm going to try and do a one eight. You want to have a plan for yourself of where you want to see yourself versus yeah. kind of just kind of going in. I'm going to see how it goes. You know, yeah. kind of have somewhat of a plan of who you want to be. I do think that it's healthy to have a defined idea of what you want, right? Mm -hmm. Because, and you'll find this out when you go to college, there's so many different walks of life. I mean, we had a couple kids whose dad was like the king of whatever land they were from. (laughs) And then we had kids that were like, I don't even have parents, but they made it to college. And then you got everybody in between. Then we had this like 40-year-old guy standing in the dorms. I was like, Uh oh, okay, what's that about? I mean, so you had so many different... things going on that you've got to be pretty strong in your own convictions and who you are. And But I think you can figure that out along the way. Like, I think you just have to be guided by your core morality. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. really big. What's your core? So it's kind of like, what did you learn at home? And are you going to keep that core morality with you? Or do you need to change it? Right. Yeah. I think it's something to think about. I mean, like, say, what well, you say for morality, you know, religious. If you're a person who goes to church, synagogue every week, are you planning to continue that in school? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm going to get there, and I'm going to decide for myself. I'm going to you know, kind of do free will or something like that. Mm-hmm. So if it is something that you want to maintain, you have to go in there focused on, I'm going to find a place of worship if you want to continue that. Right. Because if you don't go in with a pot, if that's, what you, that's something you want to do, you've got to make sure you find a place quick. Because it could be six months I haven't even been gone. But then there's all these special interest groups, and you'll see this at yeah, college okay. that might try to draw you in based on what they think your characteristics are, too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I automatically joined the Black Students' Union. You know what I mean? Like, right. So you uh-huh. may join a union that's close to yours. I mean, it's yeah. whatever. But I do think that you have to know what what your goals are. Like, I'm here yeah. for a degree. I'm working on myself, or I'm yeah. not going to work on this. Or, I mean, I had a freshman friend that came to get a husband, got that, and, like, dropped out. I mean, so... Not everybody comes for the same thing. Yeah. And then not everybody's parents releases them to right. do that. I uh-huh. mean, so I think it also, when you say, has to do with how strong your parents are going to be about things, too. Definitely. I think um, with my parents, it's about getting what you need to get done. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what happens, what you choose to do, at the end of the day, like, you're there for a purpose. You're there to get a degree. You're there to get good grades. Mm-hmm. So you have to get that done. And then the rest is all fill in. Like I can't. I don't think you can like um, put other things above that if you're gonna pay that much money and take that much sacrifice to go out. But it's all a matter of personal opinion on how can I get. Absolutely, because I yeah. think also you have to ask yourself. Um, I mean, because you're you're turning into an adult, but you're like a fledgling adult. Like it's like you still like I was so dependent on my mother for like cookie money, so to speak. You know oh, what I mean? Right. So like I could do what I wanted, sorta. But my mother was like, you got four, I mean, you got an academic scholarship for four years. You got four years to figure this thing out and get a degree. Like I didn't have, like some people, I went into college some, as a freshman. Some people were there. When I left as a senior, some people were there. I mean, so it's a matter of um, being able to to figure out what direction you want to go in So and, and figure that out as quick as you can because you've only got four years to do it. Um, here's another thing. Do you feel ready for adulthood? Whatever that means. Like, do you feel ready for that? Um, do I feel ready for adulthood? I don't know. Um, I don't know if anyone is really ready for adulthood. I, I don't know if that's a good thing to say or not, but I think it's one of those things, like I said before, is you figure out along the way, like many things in life. Okay. All right. We've got a person with a question, so I'm going to open up for that question. 
Um, do you have caller sign? So we're going to just say the last four digits of your, your telephone number, 0766. Do you have a question? Yes. First off, thanks for taking my call. I'm calling from just outside of Orlando, Florida. Where did you go to college? I heard you say four years. Where did you go? Um, I went to University of Rochester in upstate New York. Gotcha. Uh, so Not too far. Go ahead. I went to the Hello? University of Rochester also. I went to the University of Rochester also. That's where we met at. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I wasn't 100% sure. You guys sound like you might be from, from up that area. I got family that lives in Binghamton. But I have a uh, stepdaughter getting ready to go off to college, and I just wanted to get some advice from you guys. Okay, what's, what's, the, what's the question? Well, I've pretty much been the only father figure she's had, so this is very tough on, on me and on her mother. And uh, we've grown a lot closer towards the end of her senior year than we were at, the, let's say, the beginning of the high school period for her. She did go to a private school here, and um, she graduated early. She just turned 17 four months ago, and she's actually going to Spelman in Atlanta. Oh, great. That's a great school. It's an all-girls school, and we've talked about that. Um, obviously, I'm in an interracial relationship. She's African-American, my girlfriend or my fiancé, and her daughter is... Of course, also, she's never really known her father, which is why when we talked the other day and I told her that, you know, that is an all-girls school, are you ready for that kind of a, a network in a city that big? We talked extensively about it, and one thing led to another, and she ended up giving me the asshole. I was able to fuck her. Okay. Um, all right. Totally inappropriate phone call. So let me just say this. For people that are getting, to, that are putting their kids on their way to college, um, if, if you are worried about kind of the atmosphere, how they're going to handle that atmosphere, you just have to believe that you've given them what they need to sort of move forward and do what they have to do. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so hopefully everybody didn't hear that. Part of that was inappropriate. But definitely, um, again, as people are going off to college, parents really have to be prepared to manage um, some of their kids' emotional needs. Kind of, you have to know where your kids are coming from and being able to guide them through that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one last question. Um, what's the big, What's the biggest? I'm sorry. What are you looking forward to the most as far as college goes? Um, meeting new people. I think okay. that's a very interesting thing in life. Like that's how you grow as an individual. That's how you get to do fun things. That's how you how you get to do everything you can possibly do. Like I don't think you can personally have so much fun by yourself on your own all the time so maybe i'm just a person who needs to feed off of other people but i'm excited about meeting these people yeah absolutely awesome. we're well excited we're excited, excited for you we're happy yeah. to have you thanks for being a part of the show um us. all right anything else there? i think have a great week all right have a great week we'll see you next week bye-bye